What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Thursday, January 4th, episode 21. We've got a huge, huge, huge episode today. We're going to talk about Rich Rodriguez out as head coach in Arizona. Talk about the college football playoffs, the Big Ten going 7-1, the Music City Bowl, Pac-12 officials that are awful. I've never seen football officials that bad. They're, they're blind. They don't know what they're doing. We'll get to that later in the show. UCF is claiming the national title after beating Auburn. I guess they're, I don't know, they're trying to get a participation trophy. But hey, so be it. We're also got Kevin Stallings' comments about Louisville the other night with the game at Louisville where he turns around to the Louisville fans and says, at least we don't pay our players $100,000. We'll get to that in the show. We're going to talk the SEC's dismal record in the bowl games. They went 4-5, and five, but also had two teams play for the national championships. So I'll give my take on that and what I think about the SEC as a whole. Talk a little bit of the Big Ten going 7-1. Could have gone 8-0, but Michigan gave it up late. We'll talk about football this weekend with the FCF, FCS Championship in Fresco, Texas. College basketball this week. We'll also talk about college basketball games of interest this weekend. A lot of big-time matchups this weekend. We're going to be at that Kentucky-Tennessee game in Thompson Bowling. The late tip-off. It's a 9 p.m. tip-off Eastern Standard Time on the SEC Network. We're really looking forward to that matchup. Should be a really, really fun matchup. So without further ado, we're going to get to the breaking news that kind of broke yesterday on Wednesday, uh, January 3rd. Rich Rodriguez is out as head coach in Arizona after allegations of sexual assault. He actually uh, did uh, did an extramarital affair. You know, it's a, it's a terrible situation because I like Rich Rodriguez. He almost was the Alabama coach before Nick Saban was, by the way. I know a lot of people kind of forget about that. But Rich Rod was almost the Alabama head coach at one time. But, you know, this is such a sad case. The more and more that comes out about Rich Rodriguez, the more and more that comes out about what he did in his tenure in Arizona is absolutely ridiculous. And it's kind of sad. Uh, wish Arizona the best. I heard they're looking at Les Miles, which I think would be a great hire for Arizona. I think Les Miles would do a wonderful job at Arizona. If they do hire Les Miles, like I said, I, I, I really, really feel like Les Miles is a great hire for Arizona. I think Arizona should highly pursue him, especially with Herb Edwards getting hired at Arizona State. The iron's kind of hot a little bit, so why not go after a big-time coach who can win? It could also be your in-state rival at Arizona State. So we also had the college football playoff. Alabama and Georgia just absolutely kind of showed up a little bit for the SEC. Georgia beat Oklahoma 54-48. to Alabama beat Clemson 24-6. to That game started off in a kind of a defensive-type game, but Alabama kind of rolled in the second half and jumped out to that 24-6 to lead and never really looked back. And the championship game is set for Monday night. Georgia and Alabama, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Alabama's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's a really interesting matchup. I'll give my prediction. We're going to do a tailgate show on Monday to kind of talk about this. I'll give my show on that. I think it's going to be interesting to see what Georgia's run game can do against that Alabama defense and vice versa. I think that Alabama might, probably has the advantage on all the positions, but I think that Georgia can come in here. And, I mean, the game's only a three-and-a-half-point spread. So I think Georgia can come in here and kind of cover that spread and kind of kick it out a little bit. But we'll see. So the SEC, we're going to talk a little bit of the SEC right now. The SEC went 4-5 and five in bowl games. Texas beat Missouri 33-16 to in the Texas Bowl. Wake Forest beat A&M 55-52 in a very high-scoring game there in the Belk Bowl. Northwestern beat Kentucky by one point in the Music City Bowl 24-23. to We'll get to that game actually a little bit because I think that game could have been a go uh, going the other way 
had Benny Snell not been injected for what he got injected for. That was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen as a football fan, as a guy who has been around football his life. I've never seen an injection quite as bad as the one that Benny Snell got. And I know a lot of people agree with me. I mean, you listen to the broadcast on the TV, and a lot of people are saying the same thing where, where they were saying, you know, hey, that's kind of crap that Benny Snell got ejected for that. But, you know, so goes it. That's that's football. Mississippi State got a big win for the SEC over Louisville in the Tax Slayer Bowl, 31-27. Lamar Jackson only had – he was only 13 for 31, 171 yards total, two touchdowns and four interceptions. Lamar did not have a good game whatsoever. And I tell you what, the Mississippi State fans are complaining, oh, well, the cowbells this, the cowbells that. Welcome to the SEC. The SEC, we have cowbells, we have loud fans, and we have obnoxious fans. Do we, do we agree with them at all the times that, you know, we like the cowbells? Heck no. We don't, we don't agree. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't agree with that at all. We, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the cowbells, but they are a tradition and it's an SEC thing, you know, but I tell you what, these Mississippi State, these Louisville fans that I mean that are complaining about that, welcome to the SEC. Welcome to what your in-state rival has to deal with week in and week out in the SEC. And, you know, you want to be SEC so bad, but you complain about the cowbells. I mean, who knows what you'll say when you go to Death Valley or when you go to, you know, Alabama or Auburn. Well, the SEC, you got a rude awakening into the SEC football, and that's a good win for Mississippi State. South Carolina beat Michigan. They came back in that game 26-19. Big win for the SEC as well. Stopped the undefeated year for the Big Ten in the bowl games in the Outback Bowl. UCF beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl 34-27. to And now I guess, you know, UCF's 13-0, which they are. But they're claiming a national championship, which is outlandish. I, I've never seen quite a funny thing. It's kind of comical. You know, they're making themselves look kind of funny by saying, oh, well, we deserve the national championship. We're the champion, blah, 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 blah. Well, you didn't play in the playoffs, and you didn't win, beat Alabama or beat Georgia. So I don't know how you can claim the national championship. Hey, hats off to UCF. Hats off to a great year. They went undefeated. Notre Dame beat LSU in the last closing minute of the game, 21-17. An unbelievable catch, by the way, in the Central Bowl. Oklahoma, like we mentioned. Oklahoma and Georgia, like we mentioned, the Rose Bowl. This is one of the best football games I've ever seen as a college football fan. This game was unbelievable. 54-48, Georgia won that game. Alabama beat Clemson, like we said, 24-6 in the Sugar Bowl. National Championship game. And I'm looking forward to this game. This is the second time... Since 2012, the SEC has had two teams in the national championship. Nine out of the last 12 years, the SEC has won a national championship. And you look at the SEC's level of dominance in every sport, and you have the SEC having two teams in the girls' basketball championship in South Carolina and Mississippi State. You had two teams in the baseball championship. Now you have two teams in the football championship. And you also had... Three teams in the lead eight last year, and a team going to the final four last year in South Carolina, and the three teams in the lead eight, and two of those had to play each other. You know, if those teams didn't have to play each other, we would have had SEC would have had two teams in the final four. You had Florida and South Carolina playing each other, then you had the Kentucky Wildcats going against North Carolina that came down to a last second shot and another kind of a bogus call. But you know, hey, so goes it. But you know what, SEC, I don't know how anybody can knock them, get it the four and five record, blah 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 blah. But the SEC would have been at least 5-5 five and five had it not been for the Pac-12 officials who thrown out a Benny Snell guy who was basically playing with the passion of the game, and he got thrown out for telling the referee not to grab him. I mean, the referee, the Coyote or whatever his name is, 
needs to learn his duties as an official and not grab the football player when he's getting off the ground and trying to get back into the game. I think it was an absolute ridiculous injection. And the Pac-12 stands behind their official, even though video evidence proves that he was wrong. So in that football talk, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball before this weekend. We've got a lot of big-time games, especially in the SEC, a lot of big-time games this weekend. So we're going to talk a little bit about, oh, we got college football this weekend. I forgot about that. It's the FCS championship game in Frisco, Texas, North Dakota State, and James Madison. North Dakota State's a four-point favorite. It's 11 p.m. on ESPN. I'm looking forward to this matchup. I think North Dakota State wins their fifth championship. I think that North Dakota State is a little bit too strong for James Madison. I like the quarterback situation at North Dakota State. I like the coaching staff. I'm going North Dakota State to win the FCS championship. College basketball of interest this weekend. Thursday night, we have Houston playing Wichita State, 6 p.m. on ESPN. Maryland playing at Maryland's going to East Lansing to play Michigan State, 7 p.m. on FS1. I've got Michigan State winning this game, and I've also got Wichita State winning at home. Saturday, you've got Louisville at Clemson, 11 a.m. on the ACC Network. Illinois at Michigan in the big-time Big Ten matchup. Illinois is kind of looking to make a little bit of noise in the Big Ten, and I think they, they can do it on the road in the Chrysler Center uh, at Michigan this weekend. It's 11 a.m. on the Big Ten Network. Alabama and Georgia, kind of a preview for the national championship game. It's at 11 a.m. tip-off on the SEC Network. Xavier Providence, 11 a.m. on Fox. North Carolina and Virginia. North Carolina needs a big-time road win, and they need it fast. They, their season, you know, might be teetering on this road win. If they can get this road win in the ACC, North Carolina get back on track and start back on their winning ways. But it's 12 p.m. on ESPN. You got Florida at Missouri, 12 o'clock on CBS. Looking forward to this matchup. Florida's looking for back-to-back big-time road wins. They beat Texas A&M by 18 points. And now they're looking to go into a very hostile environment in Columbia, Missouri, to face a very good Mizzou team. And I think Florida's going to win this game, actually. I think Florida's front court is a little too much to handle for uh, for Mizzou. I, I think I think Florida wins this game. I think that Florida's starting to find it, kind of find their identity a little bit. And once and once that Florida team finds their identity in the SEC, they're a team to watch out for. They're a team that's going to make it to the second weekend in March. Then you have LSU and Texas A&M, 115 on SEC Network. Interesting matchup. LSU almost beat Kentucky, came up by three points short, and A&M is looking to salvage something after starting the SEC season 0-2 after two big-time blowout losses. They lost to Alabama by 22 points and lost to Florida at home by 18 points. So I think that A&M kind of finds a way to rebound at home, 115 on the SEC Network. you got Tulsa and Memphis. Memphis is looking to salvage something. You know, they got blown out by Cincinnati, and and, and I, I feel like Memphis can win this game. I don't think Tulsa is as good as they usually are. It's a 3 p.m. on the ESPN News Network there. Then you have Kansas State and Texas Tech. Texas Tech is on a roll. They killed, absolutely killed Kansas at home. They uh, they beat Kansas on the road 85-73. to Texas Tech is legit. I think I talked with my Texas Tech people, and they think that this is the Texas Tech team that can get to the second weekend. In March, which I totally agree with. Then you have, after that game, you have Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Battle for the Egg Bowl trophy. Well, not so much the Egg Bowl trophy, but the Egg Bowl basketball style. 3.30 on the SEC Network there in the beautiful, beautiful pavilion. I absolutely love going down there, by the way. We had a wonderful experience New Year's Eve down at Ole Miss. Ole Miss won that game by five points. I think that Ole Miss is one of the most beautiful 
basketball arenas in all the SEC and if not the country. It's absolutely gorgeous. If you haven't been to the pavilion at Ole Miss in Oxford, you need to go down there. It's a beautiful environment. I absolutely love going down there. It's a, like I said, it's a wonderful environment. They treat the media well. They treat the players well. Their court is beautiful. Their media row is beautiful. Every seat in there has got a chair back. Wonderful, wonderful upgrade from the tad pad that they had a couple of years back. I, like I said, I commend uh, Ole Miss for stepping up in basketball and having building a brand new, beautiful, beautiful basketball arena. Then you have Arkansas traveling to Auburn, 5 p.m. on ESPN. You, I think this game is going to be a really good game. This game is going to go to overtime. One of these games, if you go to overtime, oh, Arkansas is ranked. Auburn's looking to get ranked, only having one loss in the season. Then you have Vanderbilt traveling to a terrible South Carolina team who's trying to find their identity. 545 on the SEC Network. I have Vanderbilt in this game. Then you have Oklahoma traveling to Morgantown to face the West Virginia Mountaineers and Bobby Huggins team. I like Trey Young. Coach Cowell actually was quoted in saying that he didn't know that Trey Young was this good. And I tell you what, Trey Young is a very special treat to watch. I watched him on Saturday. And, uh, I, you know, he, he's very fun. I enjoy watching Trey Young, and I think he's the wooden player of the year already. If I had, If I could vote... I'd be voting for Trey Young. I think that kid is a very, very good basketball player. Then you got Kansas and TCU, 8-15 on ESPN2. Looking forward to that game. It's at TCU. Can Kansas salvage what they've – I mean, they've lost three home games this year. Can they go on the road and get a much-needed road win in a very hostile environment? It's going to be a tough win. TCU's a tough team. Is it a Sweet 16 team type team? I don't think Kansas is going to win the Big 12 this year. I know a lot of people disagree with me, but you have Texas Tech, Oklahoma, West Virginia – you, Texas, I mean, Kansas has their handful in the Big 12. So the game that we're going to be at this Saturday, Kentucky at Tennessee, 8 p.m. on the SEC Network. That's Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Should be a really fun matchup in the SEC. Should be a hostile environment for the Wildcats, for the young and gun Wildcat team. I think that Tennessee can win this game. I really, really believe that. Tennessee's a good team. They're well coached by Rick Barnes. And I think Tennessee will win this game, actually. I'm you know, and I could change my prediction by the tailgate show or the tip-off. Count down the tip-off slash tailgate show on Saturday. But I'm looking forward to this matchup. Looking forward to going to Thompson Bowling. Thompson Bowling's a beautiful arena. Uh, you know, might not like Rocky Top as much, but it's a beautiful arena. Tennessee has done a wonderful job with TB. I really enjoy going there as a basketball fan and, as, you know, seeing the energy that Tennessee fans bring to the basketball side. Well, Sunday, you got two interesting matchups. Michigan State traveled to Columbus, Ohio. Uh Based Ohio State, 3.30 CBS. Then you got Florida State at Miami, 5 p.m. on the ESPNU. So helmet stickers for this weekend. We're going to give one to the Big Ten for going 7-1 in their bowl games. What an amazing feat that is. You know, a lot of people don't give the Big Ten a whole lot of credit, and rightfully so. But the Big Ten goes 7-1, so you got to give credit. We're credit this too, and hats off to the Big Ten. They get a helmet sticker. We're also going to give one to the SEC for getting two teams to the national championship. What an incredible, amazing thing that is for the SEC. Then you, I'm going to give one to Texas Tech basketball. Huge, huge win at Tech at Kansas. 85-73. What an amazing, amazing win that was for for Texas Tech and their and their and their basketball uh, program. Then, so the back of the bus, we have Kansas Hoops losing three games at home. Pac-12 officials, Clemson and Louisville Hoops. Well, and you know. Louisville Hoops got beat by 29 to their arch rival at Kentucky. And then you had uh, then you had Kevin Stallings basically trolling them, saying, you know, hey, look, at least we don't pay our players $100,000, which is a good point. Then you have the Pac-12 officials, football officials that are terrible, absolutely terrible. 
So that's basically the show. I greatly appreciate it. We just got an email from Miss Laura Rutledge. We're probably going to have her on the show tomorrow morning. Looks around 10 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. Looking forward to having her on the show. Stay tuned for details about that show. I greatly appreciate all the support. Also, big news. We're going to be covering our first, my first Kentucky basketball game as a media member next Saturday at Vanderbilt. Looking forward to being there at Memorial Coliseum. It's a beautiful arena. It's a really unique arena. Looking forward to covering my first Kentucky basketball game as a media member. Also, we I've also accepted a position to become an SEC beat writer for GruelingTruth.net. Really excited about that. We'll continue to write for NoHuddleSports.com as well. Looking forward to these opportunities. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you for all the support and all the love. Thank you all for listening to the show, and God bless.